Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the very first episode of the Stranglers and Anglers podcast with uh, my buddy James Kasaka and myself, JJ Jansen. Um, we're just going to be talking fights and fishing, mainly fights and fishing when we can. Main, but, uh, mainly, mainly fights, fishing when we can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, me, me and James have been friends for a long time have been, uh, and have been talking sports for a long time. So this is pretty cool that we get to do this, man. Yeah, big time. I lo- yeah, I'm excited, dude, because it's like, like I said before, I was like, it's so niche. It's like, once you have someone to talk to, like about MMA, you know, it just gets like, uh, I don't know. It's just so niche. You got no, I have no one else to talk to, but you. So me too, man. Me too. Mm-hmm. I'm in the same boat. So it feels good to do this. Um, so yeah, we're just going to talk fights. Um, we're going to recap cards, talk about the upcoming fights of the weekend, and we're going to talk some betting, some MMA news, just, uh, bunch of random stuff like that um just all related to the ufc fights so the uh the first thing we're gonna we're gonna get into is recapping the fights from last weekend the ufc fight night uh santos versus hill uh Mm -hmm. james anything stick out to you on that card um well what's uh jeff neal is like i feel like he just took like big steps up so it, it'll be interesting to see what he does in his next fight because I do feel like Luke, like as good of a striker as he is, and everyone says he's like, a, he's such a good offensive striker, but defensively he just stands there and puts his hands up and he just eats shots. And it was like a lot of the times when you watch Luke fight, he kind of like eats shots and then he hits you back even harder. And then you start to, lose gas because he's always pushing forward and then he starts to really like you know put it on you but with neil it was he just was getting hit way too much like he has kind of like it's not the ds style but he luke does have that style where it's like he eats shots and it kind of where he'll let you wear yourself out he'll just keep his guard high 100 yeah with neil it was like dude it was like everything he threw at him looked like it hurt and the, the problem with that, too, with Luke, Luke is because he fights like that. I mean, he's just taking so much damage that it's starting yeah. to feel like that. You know, it felt like that chin was going to crack like it was it was time, you know, almost. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. And man, it sucks, too, because Luke is such an awesome fighter. As he nasty, is, but he's so nice. nasty jujitsu, too. It's crazy. Yeah. Him, him versus yeah. Diaz would have been a really cool fight. I think he probably yeah. would have pieced up Diaz. But both. Yeah, I know what you mean. Both durable and both willing to take several to did like this one back but this jeff one, neal yeah. looks great in in all fairness mm-hmm. to him it's not just a luke being you know over yeah the, over the hill neal look great yeah. hands of yeah. steel neal is such a good nickname yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I, rem- I remember when neal uh knocked out mike perry and it like was shocking to me because there's another guy who can just eat shots yeah and um he knocked like he it was it was like a pretty clean stoppage and i was like holy shit who is this guy like when and, he was coming up yeah man and that's the thing with neil too is like he when he lets his hands go he is so deadly but the the problem that i've like i've seen with him is like his a lot of fights he is hesitant to throw like not a lot yeah. of vo- not a lot of volume there like he has a hard mm-hmm. time getting going but it seems like he's starting to maybe turn that corner you know yeah i'm gonna look real quick 
because I got to remember because it was like, I got to remember who the other fights. Oh, okay. I'm looking. Yeah, because I remember it was a really good card. Um, it was, yeah. There was some good finishes. Brian Battle. Oh, yeah. The head kick. Dude, Dude, that was wild. Out of nowhere. I had a uh, uh, Takashi Sato ticket at like plus 250. Oh, and just like fast. That was over. At least I didn't have to suffer long, you know? Yeah. Oh, right, right. Um, So what was interesting, because I remember I was like, I got to make a note of that. So when he threw the head kick, it looked like he just threw it. And I was like, how the hell did that Sato guy like? It's, I mean, it landed flush, but I'm like, I'm surprised he didn't see it coming at all. And then they showed in the replay um, battle through, like, he fainted a one-two. And when he fainted his two, it actually made a little bit of contact on Sato. And um, you, you watched it. I saw in the replay, Sato's eyes go down to the punch. So it, like, just barely oh. touched him. And his eyes went down to the punch. And then the head kick came up. And he did not even see it. No, he didn't see it at all. It, it was a flat line. I'm glad you pointed it out to you because it looked like, I don't want to say it looked like a lazy head kick. It was just like, it It didn't like battle. I don't know if he expected it to land. He was just throwing <laughs> yeah. it to yeah. like, you know, man some distance and it yeah. landed like so yeah. flush. It was unbelievable. Yeah. The way Sato went out too is straight like Japanese emperor style. Just like throws <laughs> yeah. like a statue and like turtled back, you know. Oh yeah. man, it was, uh, it was a great knockout. That was that was awesome. Um, the then they had the um, uh, the Ultimate Fighter stuff. The women's fight was like a jujitsu battle. It was it was a good fight for if yeah. you like ground game and like all that stuff. If if you're you know somewhat casual fan, you're probably not going to want to like tune into that one. No. But um, it was pretty um, good. Yeah, no, it was good. There was actually was it there was like a. The uh, the ladies kind of came through with some sweet submissions on this yeah. card. Yeah, McKenna, ten out of ten, and, right? Yeah, ten out of ten finish for and, finishes. Yeah, and both McKenna and Myra Buena Silva both choked uh, choked out their their opponents, which is pretty cool. I like and uh, yeah, Juliana Miller, uh, the tough winner. She uh, she knocked yeah. her out of that KO. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, on the ground, right? Yeah, and then yeah. she just taunted her. I was yeah, like, what yeah, the hell dude, was it was like the, the DX suck it almost or whatever. It was dude, awesome. Yeah, women are now that we're seeing them fighting, they are the sorest winners. Like, yeah, for sure, dude. They don't like clap it up ever. <laughs> like I feel no. like if there's a little bit of bad blood between it, they like hold that shit on for like, sure. It carries, carries from the weigh in through the yep. result, and it doesn't through really get fr- any nicer. <laughs> no. you know? Yeah. So um, uh, last thing from last weekend: Santos versus Hill. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I got to give Jamal Hill, Jamal Hill, like more credit. Like I didn't, I was not a believer because he just looks like, like when I watch him, just nothing like looks great to me, but the dude's just like a good fighter, man. You know, that like, is he, put, he puts it together. Word. Yeah. Yep. Word for word. What I was going to say. Yeah, man. It's crazy. I think he's just really confident. Like he yeah. really like, and he's, he has, um, so I was, th- I was thinking about that because he, when he backs up, he keeps his chin really high. You know, you're not supposed to, I, I don't believe in the whole, you got to be super technical or whatever. Like as far as, especially in striking, I think like the more confident, more free you are, the better you're going to do. Yeah. But he keeps his chin really high when he backs up. Um, 
but he just, I think he has a really good fight IQ and he's really aware and like really, um, he's just, uh, he's not too caught up in the moment. He's not nervous. It doesn't look like, no, I don't know what Santos was doing. And, and, uh, and sent like, uh, Santos like had him in some tough, like, you know, even the grappling and clinch kind of stuff too. Like, Hill just you know very composed the whole time mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's for dude Santos the my problem with Santos is I'm sick of seeing this dude in main events like <laughs> yeah. I do not need to see this dude like I just don't need to see him in the, in five round fights you know what I mean yeah. Fucking, and uh yeah I don't know it was he's good a, he's so the, what I thought was so so and then this is what I was saying about Hill because realistically I believe that they were pretty evenly matched up phys- like physically and technique and skill and all that stuff. It was pretty even. Um, but Santos shot 20 times in three rounds in three yeah. or three and a half rounds. So much dude. Like Gas you- yourself out, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It was very like, it's like, dude, not even Colby Covington can pull that off. No, <laughs> like, straight up. So I don't yeah. know what he was yeah. thinking. And that's the thing with San- like Santos, you know, he's shown he can go five rounds and shit, but it's like he, he again, he never shoot not shooting nearly that type of like takedown value, um, mm-hmm. takedown attempt value. So he, he was gassed. You know, I had I had a um San or Jamal Hill in round five and a Santos in round five ticket. And I was hoping that one of those like was going to hit that one of them was going to gas that last yeah. round, but you know, he'll, he'll yeah. caught him, caught him early, earlier yeah. than that. Yeah. And, th- and that was also, I feel like another example of like, um, what do you call it? Like Santos exiting his prime. At least it looks like he could pull the Glover tech share or whatever, you know, anything could happen, but exiting his prime hill in his prime yeah he's as good as, yeah he's he's this is his he's at the highest level he's gonna be classic ufc matchmaking right there yeah. someone someone they <laughs> yeah. know is on the way out and you know but like they yeah. respect so they're gonna give a shot like yeah. to, to beat an up and comer um yeah i think dude honestly hill versus like hill versus someone like yuri is uh interesting fight very like stand up yeah I think that that would be an awesome fight. I, um, as a Yuri fan, I could totally see Hill pulling something off. Yeah, because Yuri's so wide open, and Hill hits so hard. It's like he, a fucking truck, dude. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He really does. And he so Andy has the Yuri has all that length, but Hill has a lot of length. So it's like, yeah, I'm a. He just called out because obviously the uh, the Yuri Glover fight just got announced or targeted or whatever they i'm sure they got to figure out contracts and all that yeah but uh i think he'll just like call he's just like well and he called out jan and i i want to see that so bad that's a good fight dude it's 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 him or like ankalaev right it's kind of a weird weird positioning right there um yeah or like he'll gets put to the side and they do jan versus ankalaev which is an interesting fight too um yeah I'd like to see, hmm, I mean, well, whatever. I'm looking in the future. But um, if I would like to see, I always want to see with these wrestlers like Ankalaev, like I'd love to see him against like a Glover. Like say if Glover lost against Yuri, yeah, that would man. be an interesting matchup. But he could also beat Yuri. You know, we'll see what happens. But um, uh, 
Yeah, Ankalaev, because I feel like Ankalaev versus uh, Blahovich or Blahovich, however you say it. Um, I feel like he's going to just wrestle him down and hold it and just keep him. Because Jan's take, when he showed against Glover. I think Ankalaev runs through Jan. Yeah. Like, he has a real chance because, yeah, like, dude, that that tap, like, was kind of embarrassing, honestly, like, from Jan and that Glover fight. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it it, yeah. it, it wasn't. It. it was, like, the pain in this thing, the first he fight. Was, yeah. He had he had just uh, – I think that Jan just, like, saw – he just – he probably just felt what it was like having Glover on top of him, and he's like, yeah. oh, I ain't getting him all. Like, I'm done Yeah, here. no, for sure. Um, And then he got – whacked he got hit with like a i believe it was a one like glover's famous hook and it wobbled him a little so standing it was i also thought jan fought a fought poorly in that fight sometimes guys just fight bad and it happens yeah bad. it happens yeah. now yeah we'll see how much glover has left like yeah man it's crazy it's crazy i mean it's like it's kind of like like tom brady it's like dude when are you going to stop being like good yeah it's like you're like waiting in agony, knowing like that waiting that one, one old person injury away from like yeah. you, know, you know what I mean, like a gruesome yeah. moment. Yeah, that'll um, be that'll be a good one though. I um, was gonna I was gonna say I had one bet on last week's card, eight dollars. Nice on on um slamming smiling Sam Alvey. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. yeah, that's amazing. And I watched him go out there and I was like, oh no. Oh no. Yeah, it, he it's unbelievable that he that that his losing streak probably never will be beat in the UFC. No. Yeah. Um well dude, it's like and then that's the UFC matchmaking stuff. It's like every single time you see who he's fighting, you're like okay, that guy's good. Like he's so like he's only going yeah. against really good guys. It's true. It's true. Like he took that uh dude Ryan's I think it's Ryan Span yeah. yeah, he's good, he, dude. It was split decision. It was a really close fight. Yeah. And I th- I think Sam El- like it was uh he tweeted afterwards. He or he <laughs> tweeted or he was like uh he said something like, I used to be he's like, Well shit, I used to be good, I promise. And it's <laughs> yeah. like you can see that he used to be good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like he had a, if he didn't get matched up with some of the dudes he got matched up with, it's pretty easy, you know, he's probably not losing nine in a row. Yeah. But, um, I saw a good a meme. It was like, uh, you know, when they do the fight breakdowns before a fight starts, like the the tail of the tape. On the left side, mm-hmm. it was Bo Nickel. On the right side, it was, it was Cam Salvi, and it was just Sam Alvey with like a with like one of the fake mustache and glasses <laughs> on. <laughs> like they're gonna feed him Bo, Bo Nickel <laughs> next. <laughs> that is so amazing. It is um, good. Yeah, Bo we'll Nickel looked good. Yeah, let's, Bo, yeah, let's that's go what to... we did. Bo Nickel looked yeah. good. He, this is crazy, maybe crazy take. I think he beats Adesanya right now. <laughs> I think he beats Adesanya, dude. I, I wasn't going to say that. I mean, yeah. But I was going to say six months from now, six months from now, I think that he hangs with and, you know, hold, does more than hold his own against the whole top 15 in at 185 in the mm-hmm. UFC. I'm not even like exaggerating really, no, but I it's guess crazy. it's like, and he's two and zero. Oh. but, um, what I was going to say was about him. So I thought I had, so he's so athletic. He's so, he was one of the, 
like watching his two fights because then I went back and watched the other one and it's only like two minutes of footage combined but he's so fast for that size and he's clearly strong um and then you add in all the wrestling technique and he looks like he's like I don't know it's hard to like I'm it's like I'm overhyping so much but he looks so comfortable on his feet yeah man he yeah it's it's unbelievable and uh like what you said, he does like he doesn't look like super like a super strong dude, but he clearly mm-hmm. is. Like he's yeah. he's he dominates, dude. He's dude. This double leg is just unreal. So fast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that and here this is also an interesting thing with MMA. These wrestlers come in a lot of the times, and they have to learn everything else. And it's like that wrestling starts to fade a little. So I actually think that that's like right now, his wrestling's in such top gear. Like he's so far ahead. But like, for example, Ben Askren wrestles Jordan Burroughs. It's exactly what just came to mind. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, okay, well, in their prime, that would have been maybe an entertaining like wrestling match. But obviously now Ben Askren's been doing all this other you got to grapple. I mean, uh, allegedly he practiced striking at some point. Um, yeah. but, uh, you know, he, uh, he, yeah, that's, that's the whole thing is he needs to make, sh- he needs to make sure his wrestling stays tight. I think it will because he's so athletic, but, um, right now his wrestling's at such a high, high level that anyone who's two and oh, like, he's just going to be able to put on their ass every time. hundred percent. Yeah. And dude, what, like, uh, was gonna say 185 is just inherent like not a great wrestling division like no. in the top 10 you know that's no. the thing like it's a different story if you're t- like i mean and it's hard to like do this hypothetical but you know 55 70 all much better wrestlers in those yeah divisions. yeah like it's crazy who bo nickel could like run through you know oh like yeah. it's nuts um well look at the damage like Derek brunson did does does in middleweight yeah, and just with his with his wrestling, because when he gets on top of dudes, like when he when he got on top of Darren Till, it was just like you're dead. It's over. Yeah, yeah, dude. Even even Cannoneer, like he gassed hard in the yeah. Cannoneer fight, yeah. but that whole I mean, Cannoneer did nothing that first all round. Yeah. So and, and I think Nickel has a better, uh, like much better gas tank. Like I don't think that's going to be an issue with him down the line. Yeah, it'll so. This is so. This is what I was gonna say with Nickel. I think that he needs to go. If I'm his manager or coach, you take the rest of the year and you don't even think about making a scheduling a fight the rest of the year. So until January first, and you just do jujitsu. You work on your striking. You keep your wrestling intact. You just get better, basically. And then start of next year, I think he should pull the Mike Tyson. And just fight dudes who have similar records to him, but like fight ten times, like I like what Mike Tyson did back. What they had Mike Tyson do back in like 1985 or whatever. They just dude, like hell yeah. They open up the floodgates. They're like unleash the beast. Kind of like <laughs> dude. Kind of like Shemaev at one point. Yeah, where he was fighting on like back to back cards or whatever mm-hmm. on the weekends or whatever. Like some you know, because um, if you're like he didn't get touched in his so he's fought two times. He's not been touched. No. So why would you I like why would you go through a whole nother fight camp? You can literally just go fight next week. You're so much further ahead than all these guys skill-wise that it's like so that's what I'm saying. It's like take some time, 
get the skills up because it's easy to uh, just go back into fights, back into fights, back into fights. Get the skills up a little and then just pull the Mike Tyson and just like fight as much as you can. Just do it. Yeah. I sure, while you're the yeah. while you're an amateur. I or, sure as uh, shit wouldn't be opposed because yeah, I think I mean I think he's gonna be a fucking champion. I know it's like yeah. it's so early. I really do. I think he's yeah. got everything everything you're gonna need. And uh yeah. Uh yeah. He's uh yeah, he's he was uh, yeah, watching that was unbelievable. That's one for the redheads, man. One for redheads for sure. Yeah, he's gonna bring he's gonna bring red back. Let's see, man. You want you want to talk? You want to talk the uh, the upcoming card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. I was uh, just looking at that. Unfortunately, there's like, like honestly, it's seems like a lot of up and comers to me, or just yeah, just names. Yeah, just like I'll just go out and say it. This card kind of (laughs) sucks. (laughs) <laughs> oh, this, you know this is not not uh not my favorite of the year yeah. that's for sure but um cruise I, let's let's just start let's start with the main event we'll talk cruise yeah. vera that's a that's a fucking great fight awesome fight well, yeah that, that's an amazing i mean and i think it's one of those things where the ufc goes stack like amazing main fight and now let's try to like throw some names in there and see if we can get any buzz off these other names that people might not know because it's like, dude, like me and you say, it's like pretty hardcore fan. And I'm like looking at all the names on this card and I'm like, damn, dude, I only know like three or four of the fights that are really going on. No, me too. Yeah. Me too, man. Um, it's yeah, it's crazy. And I th- like, uh, just so like Cruz and Vera from like a matchmaking perspective, I think is such good matchmaking too. Mm-hmm. like either, either one of these dudes wins and like can justify now pretty much for like a title shot if they really mm-hmm. want to, depending on mm-hmm. what direction, like there's so many different directions it can go because of like the sugar Sean, mm-hmm. uh, Peter Jan fight and like the history of Vera and Sean, you no, know? So dude. it's like, there's so, there's so many different possibilities that this is just such a smart move to do because no matter which fighter wins or loses, like they can like, no matter what, it's going to make sense for those guys um, mm-hmm. to be in like a, still being a big fight for their next fight. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. I, uh, yeah. With Farah. So we're going right off the bat, Veracruz. Um, I think this is so interesting because Vera to me is like, he's a finisher. Like he's a finisher and he's a fighter first. He's a fighter first. And he, he doesn't, I feel like he's not focused too much on win or lose. He's just focused on, I want to murder this dude in front of me. Like everything he throws, he throws like his kicks, I think his kicks are so underrated in like amongst UFC. I think he kicks so hard and his body kicks are so hard. Like when he was going against uh, Rob Font, his, he landed like two or three body kicks that literally looked like they vibrated Rob Font, who's as tough as they come. Yeah. And um, as far as Cruz goes, so this is why I think it's so interesting vera is such a fighter and he's such like uh he wants to finish you and he wants to just beat you up and cruz is like i'm gonna win <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, <dude>. yeah. <laughs> just like, oh that's cool 
I'll, like, you know Cruz is thinking that in his head. You yep. know he's like, okay, this guy wants to finish me. I'm going to, like, you know, he's going to do something in there, and he's going to learn how – he's going to try to snake rounds, and he's going to survive rounds when – because I know Cheetah's going to land a few big shots, and that's what makes it so interesting. Yeah, dude. You, t- you touched on so many, like, good points there. Um, like, Cruz is, a, you know, as smart as a, as a fighter as you're yeah. ever going to fucking uh, find. Dude's just a smart dude, like, inside yeah. and outside the octagon. And, you know, Cheeto, he's, first of all, just talking about odds, like, it opened at Cruz as a plus 205 mm-hmm. um, underdog. And mm-hmm. now it's, it's, I think you can find him, like, plus 200 at some sports books but it's definitely come down a little bit on most and like mm-hmm. it seems a little disrespectful to Cruz in my opinion because he another like proven five round dude and who who like has good wrestling like mm-hmm. he the problem with Cruz like he's not he doesn't like hold dudes down for nope. long periods of he time you know he gets the takedown and he like kills time doing it a lot of the time mm-hmm. like so he ends up you know, it's an even it's an even fight there for 40 seconds, and then he steals the minute because he gets mm-hmm. a quick takedown kind of thing, you know, and then yep. gets up 20 seconds later and the it sets it all up again, you know. Yep. And and the thing and Cheeto like doesn't have the best takedown defense no. and his like has shown that he can get controlled on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like Aldo had a lot of control time against him. Mm-hmm. Frankie did too, you know, mm-hmm. like um and I just I have a hard time like backing Cheeto from like if I'm gonna bet on this fight like from a straight money line I couldn't lay like minus two thirty on Cheeto like I couldn't yeah I can't no, justify no, no. I can't justify that no. and you know I think like what you said he's a finisher and I think like a five round fight is like where Cheeto shines because yeah 100%. he does tend to lose the first round a lot of the time you know even the first two mm-hmm. and it's like you know Dominic Cruz I mean. He's he, going to be aware of that. And the, the only thing, the, truthfully, the only thing that worries me about Cruz now is his chin because he's gotten dropped yeah. in all of his recent, his last yeah. recent fights. And yeah. that's the only thing that truly like worries me about him. You know, everything else is going to be there for Cruz. And if yeah. he can, if he can spend some, some time on top, like plus 200 Cruz can look crazy, like in yeah. hindsight, honestly. But um, if like, sorry, sorry to keep rambling. No, go but ahead, that go being ahead. said, I do think that Cheeto wins the fight. And I think that mm-hmm. like, he probably finds like a fourth or fifth round finish. Honestly, that's, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think what's big is, so if you go back to Cruz for Cejudo, um, cigarettes and alcohol, Peterson, dude, no nonsense, no nonsense. Yeah. We love him in our household. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if you look at that and um, you go back to that Cejudo fight, Cejudo uh, had a really smart game plan where he just blasted leg kicks as hard as he could anywhere. He just didn't care what leg or what shin or what foot. He didn't care what he was hitting. He just blasted them as hard as he could. And it's because Cruz is constantly moving. You can't really pick a target. But you can bet on, on him planting his foot and you throw a kick and one leg's move up and then the other leg's planted and you kick it, kick it out from under him. So though, I thought that was really smart 
dude, that was like the, and yeah, it was, it was very smart. It was really the first time where like you, like where Cruz's footwork has really been like, uh, like controlled by someone yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So I think that with Cheeto and this is why I mentioned like the body kicks and stuff like that. Yeah. Cruz with all his side to side head movement and body movement and stuff like that. If Cheeto just periodically blasts body kicks and leg kicks, especially because I think, like I said, he kicks so hard. Um, then I think that that's like going to be, that'll be like what kind of wears him down and then gets, gets him to closer to the finish. Absolutely. 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 And the, you know, the thing, uh, like Cruz, he, you know, he got clipped early with Cejudo in the like first round, got mm-hmm. clipped early against Munoz too. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was the first round and got dropped. Like Cheeto doesn't start as fast as those guys, but like if he comes out like spamming leg kicks, like Cejudo <laughs> was, you know, yeah, that finish might be there early too. Yeah. Because, because like it, ha- it's, it seems like that it's been there the last couple of fights against Cruz and yeah. Cheeto, Cheetos is a violent dude who like takes <laughs> yeah. his, takes his time, but like, you know, is I could see an early stoppage too. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me if he gets out of there early. But, um, but yeah, like, and then did, as far as bets and all that stuff go that specifically on this next card, my, my uh, suggestions for bets would be, to not take winner or loser out of Cruz and Vera, you either go Vera finish or Cruz decision. That's what I would go. Yeah. Or unless yeah. I guess, I guess you could pick Cruz win if the odds are better or whatever. Like, but I feel like Cruz decision, if I don't know what the odds are going to be, but if that can yeah. get you a little extra money, then that totally, would be the way to go. Totally worth it. I mean, yeah, Cruz isn't gonna isn't finish anyone. Isn't finishing anyone. I'm, yeah. just, I'm curious to see what that decision is. I had it written down earlier. I can't find it. Yeah, I mean, like on on FanDuel, Cruz is hanging plus one eighty uh, right now, and so it's come down a little bit. Yeah, mm. see, Cruz by decision is plus two eighty. Um, That's worth it. It's extra if you want to bet on Cruz. I think it's a hundred percent the way. Yeah. Do it, right. Like, yeah. Uh, it has to be. Yeah. It's, it's and like, Cheeto like, doesn't get finished. No, exactly. So, it's like, no, it's it, no hundred percent. And uh, yeah, Cheeto inside the distance, uh, distance, I think is a good look too. Specifically, I would play uh, like a round four or five. If I was going to do that, just a little sprinkle, like a quarter unit or something, half unit on that. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, Cheeto, I mean, Cheeto put a, Cheeto against Rob Font surprised the shit out of me. I thought Rob Font was gonna ha- was gonna win that fight handily, and he got his I ass think, beat. I mean, and and Cheeto and looked better. Just like, like he looked good yeah. in the fourth and fifth. You know, yeah, dude. And that that fight was so telling of like how much how good Cheeto is now because Rob Font is good. He is so good. I in so my good, opinion, dude. he's yeah, so man. good. And um. And Cheeto, he he did the Cheeto thing, you know. He got outstruck like two to one, basically, in that fight. It was like yeah. almost two to one. But like I said, everything he throws, everything he threw in that fight looked like it was it was gonna decimate Rob Font. 
dude Even and, like the leg kicks yeah and a good a good point too like he got outstruck and i'm expecting him to get outstruck against dominic yeah Cruz. oh definitely Cruz is the same as font where they don't yep. finish anybody dude mm-hmm. yeah and so it's like uh, it's again a scary game to be playing that point try, dominic Cruz is trying to win the win yeah. the fight against a dude like Cheeto who's gonna yeah. just be, like he's gonna throw violent strikes you know it, it it's why it's so interesting because yeah it's, it's like, a great it's, fight if it does go to decision I feel like it almost has to be inevitable that Dominic Cruz wins yeah but it ah it's yeah I mean that's that's how I would I would feel about it but um no I think I think you I think you nailed that from a betting perspective but, and uh, I'll probably I'll probably end up playing both honestly because yeah, I, I yeah. imagine the round four round five is going to be plus eighteen hundred something like that yeah. I don't know um, and then you know I'll play cruise decision too plus two eighty mm-hmm. seems like um, a move I'm looking at so I'm gonna I was just looking at other fights from that card there was one or two others that I yeah saw. I got I got three other interesting ones written down David David Onama versus Nate Landwehr um, yeah just I I don't I don't know how familiar you are with Onama but I think that's an interesting fight for sure I am not I am not familiar with Onama so what's his uh, he, I'm he, familiar with the Nate guy Nate so Landwehr. he he fought Mason Jones on short notice they needed a dude for Joe Mason Jones like mm-hmm. this was maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was at the apex, I believe. And Onama looked good in that fight. Like pushed Mason Jones. Like it was, it was Jones won by decision, but mm-hmm. Onama like definitely won some moments in that fight. Yeah. And in his last, he so he's had two fights since then. He had a, a he's had a knockout and a sub. And it's just look, he looks good, dude. Like looks uh huh. look not a great grappler, but looks like competent ish. Yeah. You know, like um. Yeah, and has like just crazy power and good stamina. The the one thing I wrote about this fight is a bet I like is um like I don't question Onama's durability, I question Landwehr's durability, mm-hmm. but the dude ha- has gone to a few decisions and to like second and third rounds like I like the fight goes to distance like plus 188 it's at right now. Mm-hmm. So they're they're thinking someone's going to get knocked out in this fight or finished for sure. Mm-hmm. Um but I just think I mean I'm gonna oh, play so that. just the fight goes the distance. You don't have to pick not picking anybody. No, no, I'm thinking huh. fight, I'm thinking just fight goes the distance at plus one eighty-eight. Mm-hmm. Um and if there's other lines too, like over two point five, I think it's probably at like plus one fifty, one thirty, something if you're trying to get that last little edge, you know. So yeah. if it gets finished in the last half of the third round. But that was it, that was a bet that stood out to me that I'm gonna that I'm gonna play for sure. Sorry about the quick interruption, but yeah, David Onama and Nate Landwehr, I like, I'm going to take a shot at the over there at plus 188. I think that's a little high and, uh, you know, honestly, I expect Onama's probably going to knock him out, but at, just at that mm-hmm. price, I, th- I think there's some value there at that price. Landwehr's that's bad. one. Yeah. That's one where I just look at it and land the, yeah, Landwehr, he's a vet. I'm not like, I'm just assuming because I don't know much about Onama. Mm-hmm. I am assuming that uh, that they're trying to, like, boost his name up as well. Because Landwehr, I, like, you know, some people know him because he's got, like, antics in the octagon and he's fun to watch and stuff. Yeah. So, that, Did, yeah. And yeah, no, he's he, – he has the, like – 
he's there to be knocked out. Like the dude has been, <laughs> yeah. the dude has been knocked out. Like this is horrible to be not, but Herbert Burns and Juliana Rosa both knocked yeah. out Nate Landwehr. Yeah. And at the same time, like Landwehr, like his last win is against his last two wins are Darren Elkins and then Ludovic Klein. Like Klein's a pretty damn good fighter. Like Klein yeah. just beat Klein just beat the shit out of Mason Jones like like yeah. a month ago and Jones beat Onama. You know, it's one of those weird yeah. MMA math. Oh, kind of MMA things. Math yeah, works. you know. So yeah. it's like it's weird. It's a weird matchup, and I think that like. If Landwehr can maybe control a little bit more of the grappling than people are expecting, I think that oh the over has a nice a nice shot at hitting, or mm-hmm. or, uh, or the fight fight goes the distance has a nice shot at hitting. Um, that's all I got for that fight though. Yeah, the other one that I really like is Bruno Silva, Jared Ger- Gerald Mearshart. Yeah, man, um, I got that one down too. Yeah, um, I think that Silva. So I think Silva is so underrated as a striker. Um, he literally is the old, like he literally went toe to toe with Pereira or, and held his own and didn't pot like won a round. And it was a pretty, it was a close fight. It was like Pereira ended up landing the bigger shots, but Silva landed nice big shots. And he just he looks like a bulldozer when he's like coming at you. Yeah, that dude Silva is very like very underrated fighter. Uh, yeah, it's sh- it was shocking like rewatching that fight and realizing how well he did standing to toe Pereira, and then like like when I think about Sean Strickland versus Pereira, it's mm-hmm. like dude Silva is fucking he can mix he's it up with be the, the top. He yeah. can mix it up with these top ten dudes. Um. I think Silva probably whoops um, Mirashard here. I yeah. think he's probably going to finish him. I think GM, I think it's just not a good matchup for GM no. three. I don't I don't see him having success. Like he he's not really good at getting takedowns. He's good nope. at he's good at it's good when he gets people on the ground. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I don't think he's gonna he's gonna have success taking Silva down. Yeah, that's you know? that'll be that'll be ultimately what it comes down to. If he yeah. gets him to throw a kick and he catches it and he trips him down or something like that in the first round, obviously everything can change. But uh, yeah, Silva's so ferocious and Mearshart isn't like he's not like he's just not fast. Like he's not no. fast. He's not really like athletic, you know. Yeah, he's yeah. like a technical guy. And, but um, dude, yeah, so so this this fight, I like you know, maybe, maybe from like a promotion standpoint, it doesn't make sense like monetarily, but I think that like from a competitive standpoint, dude, like the winner of this versus Bo Nickel, like is it, is an, <laughs> is an amazing test for Bo Nickel. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it can, and you can make either one work. It's like, you can make silver work because he came so close to para and has great stand up and good, has good ground game. Or you can make GM three work because he's lethal on the ground. So it's like you mm-hmm. want to see how nickel goes against a high level black belt like that. You know, yeah. I think either of those can work. But well, yeah. judging from what Dana White said and everything, it doesn't sound like he wants Bo Nickel in the UFC soon. Yeah, he wants. Yeah, he wants. Him I don't know, man. I think they. I think they have a, a like a deal or like an agreement in place already, yeah. and there's yeah. like something fucky going on. Where, you know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. that, yeah, I don't know. 
Well, it's like, like yeah. if he fights on if he fights on the contender series again, that just ups the rating so much on that show and you get more eyes on it. And that's probably for nothing for the UFC <laughs> for five what five thousand bucks or whatever they gotta pay him like for contender series. Yeah. Oh, they know what they're doing. They're, it's genius by them to have to yeah. have them and then like try to get one more out of him, you know? Yeah. Like yep. cause, cause it's like like yeah, if you're Bellator or one, like I don't know how you don't offer him part oh, owner part ownership. Yeah. Your organization, like sign with me, I'll give you what like you know, blank check that dude. Yeah. Seriously, you know, yeah. seriously. But that's what leads me to think, like, okay, he probably they him and the UFC came to an understanding, probably, yep. and there's he's not gonna take offers from Bellator one. Yep. The, yeah. And and the UFC just has that bread and butter, which is like, it is the best organization. Yeah. You're going to, and if you are the champion in the UFC, you are probably the champion of the world in your weight class. And um, yeah, that's uh, so that's they, yeah, they play that up because there's so many dudes who are like, you could just go sign to PFL or whatever and make a hundred K off the crack yep. for one fight, you know, for a couple fights. And you're good to go. Like how much, I mean, Pettis, I just recently watched uh, Pettis. He lost again. I yeah, guess, dude. Stevie Ray or something. Yeah. And, and uh, like he's one in four in the PFL. It's crazy to look. Dude, him versus is, Stevens needs to happen. Him versus, Jer- him, uh, Pettis versus Jeremy Stevens should oh, be the yeah. matchup next, dude, in PFL. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, Pettis is like. I'm just like, now I'm thinking of him. He's, I feel like Eddie Alvarez a few years ago, this is like before he fought a long time ago. It was before he fought McGregor. He said, the book is up on Anthony Pettis. And he goes like, everyone just knows how to beat him. And when you watch him fight, the way he loses is the exact same way every single time. It's like, grind him up against the fence, take him down, establish position, wear out the round um you can land strikes on him yeah um and just look out for the big ko kick that he throws or the big submission that he'll throw up the quick submission that he'll throw up and if you do that you're just like walk away with the w against a huge name against a dude who is on a wheaties box yeah <laughs> and um yeah it's it's um but yeah in the like the P- but yeah, with the whole PFL thing, it's like he's getting paid a load of money, and so is his Dude, brother. A Mario Ekmadoff is probably going to win a million dollars winning the PFL tournament. It's insane exactly. to think about, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. Like it, it could be like, but yeah, that's where that's where it just it makes sense that he already has the deal in place, and or he's just that much of a competitor. He fucking yeah. he he just wants to be in the UFC, and you know. I, th- I think it has a lot to he, do with that. He has a big brand. Like, his brand is going to be huge outside the UFC, too. Like, they opened up, like, one of the American top teams, like, mm-hmm. at College Station or whatever mm-hmm. in, at Penn State. Mm-hmm. And he's an owner of it. Like, he's oh, a okay. Yeah, so, like, he's just going to – is my mic crackling on your end? Sorry. No, you're good. You're okay, good. cool. He's going to wear a crackle. Um, yeah, he's going to, like – the UFC gives him the biggest chance to build that brand, too, you know, outside of fighting. Yeah sell merchandise build his name and stuff like yeah it's just it's it's the right yeah for the, him. building building the brand is huge that that's yeah. huge i mean like nobody does it better than sean o'malley no. 
Exactly. <laughs> and he's, and you're not yeah. gonna do that in, in Bellator or what. No. It's just you're not you're just not gonna yeah. um so, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Oh, so I was so I'm looking at this card. So the old, the other the other fight from the from the Cruz Vera card that uh Ode Osborne versus um what's his name? Give me one oh. sec. Ode Osborne versus Tyson Nam. So Osborne was a he the only reason like I followed him a little was because he was at one of the gyms that I trained at through UWM. Oh no shit. That's awesome. Yeah, I never saw I literally never I saw him one time like in the back doing his own thing, but I just knew because he was his pictures were up on the wall and stuff because he's in the UFC. Yeah. Um so he fought at 135 and he never cut weight. So he he fought at 135. He's at 125 though now. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And he's super long and he's super fast and athletic. Um I think he's really interesting at 125. Um but so I was like looking up to like see all right, let me see, make sure he's, I was basically making sure I'm like, is, he fought at 135, right? Cause I was like trying to remember. So I looked up his uh, win loss record and no joke. I'm looking through his, uh, his record. He's had in his pro career, 12 canceled fights. Wow. 12 canceled, yeah. canceled bouts. Holy crap. I just pulled, yeah. I just pulled up his, uh, his <laughs> technology unbelievable it's unreal dude no one wants to fight the jamaican sensation it's crazy dude. <laughs> oh, he's gonna dude. be straight he's jamming on people's fucking faces dude <laughs> it's so good dude. yeah i mean dude yeah i mean he he does have a crazy frame for uh yeah. 125 mm-hmm. he's got a weird style so i think he's yeah. interesting at 125 um We'll see if he see if he gets a couple victories under his belt and whatever. But um, and even when he lost at um one thirty five, it was like, it was like even fight, good fight. Maybe he's winning, and then it's just like boom, he lost. It's like he gets in a bad position, he lost. Yeah, and, um, he, he um, I mono cop fucked him up yeah, too. The knee, yeah, the knee, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's dude. That actually should be a really good fight. Um. Nam's good too. That dude's fought. He like has had a hard fucking schedule too. Hold on, I'm gonna pull mm-hmm. up his tapology. I forgot who's. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, he's like his last few losses are Schnell and Kai Kara France and Sergio yeah. Pettis. Like, that's a that's not an easy. Goes. Yeah, that's not an easy run, dude. Yeah. He has a ton of canceled fights too. <laughs> he's got seven. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. The battle of 19 canceled fights. Yes. So who, so I guess who in Osborne or Snob, who do you think is going to win that fight? Um, I'm going Osborne um, and I'll go. And then like for the, for the betting odds or whatever, I'm going to go finish KO, some kind of a KO, TKO, nice. whatever. If you want to amp it up. Yeah. Um, with as far as all the betting and stuff goes, I'm like all into the uh, I like to like if it's a card I'd like and I'm like gonna watch the whole thing, I'll just go down the list and bet like between one dollar or two bucks and like 
15 bucks on every single fight nice yeah and um oh, and yeah. then i'll i'll like make a giant like seven leg eight leg parlay just in case <laughs> like throw ten dollars on that but um like for this one specifically like this card only fights that i would bet on are like for me it would be osborne and um uh the cheeto and cruz one and so you know what silva i would bet on silva as well bruno silva to win yeah, I th- I think uh yeah, I there's not a lot on this I like e- on this card either. Um just so, like my betting style, I do anything generally from like $10 to $100 and I've I've like over the last two years, I I know I've talked to you about this, but I track all my bets on like mm-hmm. a third-party site just to mm-hmm. have a proven track record and stuff like that. So everyone can kind of see exactly um, what my unit size is and what I'm betting and stuff like that. And like, um, you know, I bet responsibly, but at the same time, you got to take some risks to, <laughs> to, to make some money too. And yeah, uh, definitely. that's what, that's what it's about. But so um, I'll post a link to, if anyone's listening and interested, just uh, you can see my bets. They get posted every week before the fight. So if you want to follow along there, you can, uh, can do that as well. Um Getting back to the betting, I like Bruno Silva money line. I think he's a good parlay piece with Lupita Godinez. Lu- uh, Lupi G is fighting Angela Hill. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm hoping that Lupita Godinez beats the shit out of Angela Hill and <laughs> Angela Hill then retires and then gets fired from being a commentator. So I never have to watch her fight or hear her commentary again. I'm just not a fan. Very nice person. Very nice person. I don't need her on commentary. I'm, mute, I'm muting her if she's if, if I if she's part of anything. And uh, but yeah, I like. I'm probably gonna parlay them together, and then I'm gonna take the over, uh, or I'm gonna take the fight goes the distance in Onama versus Landwehr. Uh, and I'll probably and then Cruz decision with Cheeto, round four and round five connection issues that's a bitch uh <laughs> <laughs> that's life baby um, that is. um i'm trying to think what else yeah man that's all i got for that upcoming card um you want to just talk some miscellaneous fight stuff some upcoming fight announcements there's a, been a a couple sweet fights that get so- three street fights that got announced today so what were the what were the fights see the big problem is is that i had to delete the toxicity of twitter and that's where i used to get all my fight announcements from so now i'm like always hours behind which in today's day and age is like fucking years behind years for sure (laughs) yeah yeah no that's where i get it from is twitter too i just i have to be on there because like you know I, i do the I actually haven't talked to you about this. I started writing for a place called Fanside, just covering yeah. MMA and stuff. So I just, I got to share it on Twitter and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. my articles. Of course. But uh, so the three ones that got announced today, big one, biggest one, Kiri versus Glover too, yeah, yeah. scheduled for December. Um, Sean Strickland versus Jared Cannonier. That is awesome. An unbelievable <laughs> matchmaking awesome. fight there. And I, I will. I'll talk. I got a lot to say about that one. But and then yeah. um, Molly McCann, Meatball Molly for yep. Aaron Blanchfield, which is uh, an interesting matchup too for Molly because we'll start with that because I think it's like the least. Yeah, um, yeah. 
competitive probably of all those. Mm-hmm. I think Blanchfield is gonna is gonna wreck Molly. I think I don't think really? Molly's yeah, dude. I don't I don't think Molly's that great, dude. And I think that Blanchfield probably controls her on the ground like at will. Um and and standing, honestly. I think that Blanchfield's just gonna what gonna, is 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 Blanchfield ranked yet? That's a good question. But they were uh, talking about giving Molly McCann a, a ranked fight or whatever. Yeah. And like, so like, I guess my whole thing, like, I don't know who Molly, I don't, I got to look at the rankings, I guess, for, for um, the, that weight class. But like, last time I looked, when I was just thinking about it, like, I don't, I don't know who in the flyweight or whatever that she can, in the top 10 that she would beat. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, and so this, like, I'm thinking with this fight, they're trying to maybe, build Blanchfield up because they have a little bit more like belief in her skills and like how far she can go, like mm-hmm. maybe get, give her some of that shine off Molly's name because Molly's like, you know, much great. She's a star and seems like a cool chick and stuff, but I just don't think she's ever going to be like a title uh, contender. And yeah. I think, I think Blanchfield is. All right. Let's see here. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. Aaron Blanchfield. All right. Oh, okay, 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 okay. See, sometimes I got to look at the face, and then I remember. No, dude, the for oh, 100%, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now I remember her. Yeah, so, yeah, and she she has, like, good – Blanchfield has good wrestling, right? Dude, she, yeah, like, so yeah, her she, last her last three wins are Sarah Alfar, Miranda Maverick, and J.J. Aldridge. Miranda Maverick, that's the fight where I saw her. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay, that's the one where I saw it. So, yeah, dude. So, I don't know, man. I, yeah, that that's probably what. Oh, that's at MSG, huh? Nice. Yeah, um, that's. I wonder if Patty's gonna get added to that. Bro, that's you crazy. Know, yeah. You know, Dave, yeah. Dave, Mr. Barstool is gonna be there as well. Hundred percent, dude. 100%, yeah, that's his hometown. I'm surprised they're gonna do they're gonna do Dave Portnoy that way. I I am get dude. I bet that you know it wouldn't surprise me if Patty wasn't on the MSG card and they build another East Coast event just like off of him alone, like because they're gonna get the Barstool support on. Mm-hmm a Molly card and a Patty card, they might as well split it up into two cards because they're, you know, it's just, they're getting twice the promotion and stuff or whatever. And for two, for two different events, instead of opposed to putting them both on the same card, you know? Yeah. Or do you think Patty the baddie is in the same book as, uh, because a lot of people, they say, they say the same thing about Molly as they say about Patty. They not going to, yeah, dude, I I am kind of of the opinion that like Patty and Molly are in the same boat. Like they're very matchup dependent. Like I don't like meaning like they are probably picking their fights to a certain extent right now, and they're gonna have a hard time when they get in the top ten, top fifteen kind of thing. Um, Pat, like, dude, who, I'm a- who could Patty? I don't know who Patty beats in the See? top fifteen, dude. Sorry for sorry for their connection issues, y'all. We're getting it all figured out here. Um, <laughs> first episode, first episode, first episode. Yeah, you, you gotta yeah. work out the kinks, you know. Um, we gotta look back and laugh on it. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes you're fishing and you get a fucking bee's nest in your fucking reel, and you gotta take a little time to untangle things. That's what it is. A little, just a help of bee's nest. Oh, yeah, exactly. All right, so we're we're talking Patty the Batty and his um potential uh in the UFC, like what his ceiling and you know what his ceiling is if he could ever be champ. I am of the opinion that he is not. Um, a top 10 top 15 dude um and i i like him too is the thing i'm gonna be rooting for him yeah. and, I, and i hope he does like prove me wrong because it'd, it'd be such a he'd be such a fun champion very like different styles like personality than conor mcgregor but similar and just such like uh charismatic and like appealing person that you yeah know, it's good for, it's good for the sport when someone like that is champion or at least at the at the top of the division you know what do you think about him um dude i honestly think that he has it i think that he can i think he can get to the top he has so much shit he has to work on still um and he is he is still um he is like not super young so it's it's there's gonna be a lot of uh holes in like there's gonna be a lot of fights where people are going to expose some things on him, but I just think he has, um, when he fights, he just has a winner's, like he's one of those guys with the winner's mindset, finishing mindset. Um, and you know, he was a two division champion, I think in cage warriors. Like, yeah, I I think he was 45 and 55. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it just shows you that he knows how to, he knows how to win. I like how reckless he is standing because he does just try to throw and try to knock you out. Um, I think that once he gets a little bit better defense, like that will actually be a benefit to him because he's not afraid. He's like not afraid of the moment at all. So I think that he has what it takes to at the very least be in the mix, like with all those top, top guys. And once you get, once you break the top, 15 but really once you break the top 10 it's just it's just a crapshoot like it's just whoever is hot whoever's it's true you know. it's true it's yeah it's so so matchup dependent but like yeah. you know i mean dude like looking at 155 right now is it's kind of in like just when i watch patty like what watch the fight with jordan levitt and i then i think mm-hmm. about him stepping in there with someone like fucking Gamrot or Benil Darius <laughs> yeah. or Raphael Fazib, you know, it's like, yeah, he, like, you know, you know, this hurts me to fucking say so bad, dude, the best matchup for him in the top 15 this is, is probably, to- no, probably oh, Tony. Tony. Well, it's, it's Tony <laughs> for sure, but yeah. they should make the McGregor fight. I'm a hundred percent like, dude, that is the perfect fight to make like yeah that, that's a fun giant one. giant fight like a mate like if connor wins like it's just such a good bounce back fight you either build patty up to the next level or you bring connor shine you know yeah patty's gonna gonna shine off of it no matter what because then they just be like oh well he wasn't ready for that step up in competition we'll give him yeah. a few more easy fights kind of thing like I yeah. think it makes so much sense, dude. Like it'd be, <laughs> it'd be so, like money wise, like it's hard to think of a bigger fight than that. Yeah, I think that. Um, I think right now, 
I think Patty need. I think there, Patty needs one more win with like just another prospect or whatever. I think Jordan Levitt is honestly, I believe that he's a decent fighter. Like, I don't think he's like, I think that he's a guy who could crack the top, crack the top 15. I don't know, dude. I don't know. No, I think that's what I like most about him. Everything else is horrible to watch. Yeah. He's not a fun fighter to watch. No, he's oh. not. Uh, but uh, I think Patty fights another prospect or whatever. And then I think Ferguson, Bobby Green. Like those two names, like I think that would be it. So yeah. much fun to watch him fight one of those guys. Bobby, I'm sure there's other guys I can't just think of off the top of my head. Bobby Green would be a fun, uh, a really fun fight. I think. I think that's. I yeah. I think that's a tough dude. Tony Ferguson versus Bobby Green. I think is a fun matchup to, oh, I to love make. That fight. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a great fight to make. Um, I think. Yeah, man. I don't know. Patty, the problem with Patty is like, like with Bobby Green, like he's he's gonna get lit up on the feet, and he's <laughs> not up. he's he's not gonna be able. To, I don't think he's gonna be able to get the fight to the ground. Like um, Bobby, like I, and I think that's the where Patty starts. His grappling is good enough to the extent of like those top fifteen guys. That's where I think it's gonna. He's like his problem comes because he's not really gonna outstrike anyone, but he mm-hmm. is gonna be able to outgrapple a lot of the dudes. But when you hit that top 15, I, when I look at that, I just don't think there's a lot of dudes that, that he can. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's uh, – yeah, see, but the thing is with the striking, and I don't know, this is, this is me. See, and I'm not like a Patty the Batty super fan. I just think he's really entertaining. Yeah, for sure. I, just, for, just for me watching him and the things he does, his recklessness striking wise and like his like no fear to go into the fire. I mean, depending on how good his chin is, which, you know, we'll see, we'll see. It's um, he could be a, uh, like a dude who just like, okay, like, let's say he's fighting a guy who's a really good striker and they're like, he needs to get it to the ground. He needs to get it to the ground. And he could be a dude who just runs across the octagon and fucking flying knees the guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For, yeah. He, could, he can, or he just sprints right after him and throws like a kick, you know, some wild stuff. And that's how you get like some of these crazy finishes. And then you insert a little bit of fear into the striking round. Yeah. Bit, and then those takedowns start to get a little bit easier. And he's got really good trips. Um, he fights his – he knows how to take guys down, and he knows how to take guys down from his, with his back on the octagon, which is interesting because a lot of guys, you can't just – you can't just – like, you have to be wary of, like, his submissions and his, like, judo yeah, tricks and all absolutely. that stuff. So there's a lot of funkiness to, like, his whole game that I, I just, like – it's going to be interesting to see how it matches up against good guys, like you said. And that's like what's so appealing is it's like it's like you really don't know what the hell's gonna happen when he goes up against these good guys. For sure, his like it's it, the funky thing is funny you say that. It's like Ben Askren's weird ass style of wrestling is like how Patty does weird ass jujitsu. You know, yeah. It's like it's like dad bod jujitsu, like with yeah, like, and yeah. it's so weird. But he, you know, he, he 
you made a good point too, is where it just takes one fucking one instance of him being like, I don't want to say reckless, but reckless and it working, it working. out in, in his yeah. favor to be catapulted to a number one contenders fight or something, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Cause you gotta, you gotta reckon also another thing about him is he's very athletic and he's very big and strong for the weight class. Like he, he makes big that foot. cut. Well, he, everyone yeah. makes fun of him for his weight and stuff outside and it's like, fine. But when he goes in and he weighs in, he looks, he looks pretty drained, but he doesn't look like he's gone. No, he looks healthy. Yeah. He looks healthy. Yeah. He looks like he does it the right way. So he's big, he's strong, he's athletic for the division. Um, and uh yeah, I just think like, you know, a lot of like a lot of the things that he they're saying with his striking that he does wrong are very similar. Like he, he could be a guy that like like he his recklessness, like Justin Gaethje. Like Gaethje, yeah. when you watch Justin Gaethje fight, it's like I'm sure people were saying there's no way this guy can be a champion and he rose up to the top. And now he's like constantly in the mix with the top yeah. guys and he's beaten the top guys. And he's, he's like, you know, when he fought Poirier, he was arguably winning the fight. This was be- way back when, but like, yeah, you for sure. And he's, he has a style that's very reckless and not easy on the eyes, but it's like, um, it's, you know, it works for him. So I think Patty can have his own funky, weird striking style. And then you add in all the uh, crazy submissions and jumping, flying triangles, and like all that yeah. cool shit. So, dude, I hope he does. I hope that he fucking catches anyone but Tony Ferguson at the top. 15. That's the only <laughs> yeah. person I still have emotion for. <laughs> Makes you feel sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, man. I guess so. Um, Strickland versus Cannonier. We'll talk about that one when it gets a little closer to um mm-hmm. to the time. I think it's great matchmaking though, because I think that's another where like I think the UFC likes Sean Strickland, honestly. And I think that yeah. they are trying to set him up to get a fucking title shot. And he just yeah. he he's kind of blowing it, like with the whole mm. walk it Pereira with your hands down thing, which which I'll that was a big betting loss for me. I spent the night under the fucking bridge. Oh yeah. yeah under the, under the freeway. So yeah. Funny. Under the freeway there. <laughs> fucking. Were like, let's see if we're making rent. This, this yeah, yeah. Yeah. All, all um, in good, all in good jest, but in, yeah. it was a, it was not a fun loss. I will say that, wow. but that's a great fight. And I think that, um, winner that could in theory get right back to a number one contender fight yeah. after that, you know, um, but uh, yes. yeah, dude, Glover versus Jerry too is the yeah. is the, the last fight I had written down. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, that's um for me. That's uh, I we we talked about this like when we did our like practice pod or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the whole Teddy Atlas thing. He said when they rematch, he thinks it's gonna be a one a one way. You know, it's just gonna be a a one sided event with Yuri. And I think I think the same thing. And I'm trying to say that as unbiased as possible, but I really do believe it's going to be like Yuri's going to make adjustments from how he was getting taken down because so many of those takedowns where he ended up in Glover was in mount on him um, were due to really poor like um, strike selection, bad decisions. Yeah. 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 And um, uh, like I said, like 
Izzy, Izzy Adesanya had like a live reaction video that he posted. And every single time he was watching Yuri, he was like, don't throw the flying knee, don't throw the flying knee. And then he would throw it and then he'd get taken down or he got caught with the left hook and like all this stuff. So I think he's going to make those little adjustments and he's so he's a lot faster than Glover just because of age. And I think it could be like a first or a second rounder. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you, you nailed it there. Um, Not necessarily stylistically, but just how I can see it going similar to like John Jones versus Gustafson one insanely close fight. Yeah. John Jones versus Gustafson two. Wash. Well, yeah. Like yeah. a mix of Gus being a little washed and also just Jones having, being able to make those adjustments kind yeah. of thing. Oh and yeah. I know it was, it, it was just a uh, domination. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what we're going to be looking at with this next fight. Um, I just, you know, it hurt. Like the thing is with that is Glover just keeps proving me and everyone else wrong who's been like fading him like for like trying to fade him for years and stuff you know and Mm -hmm. like the dude's chin and stuff just isn't going it's insane and you just like i i just think that it was such a war last time and he hasn't been in a war like that in a while like but like his wins before had he's been on a pretty dominant streak yeah dominant and so for him to be in a war like that, I think that I just don't know if he's going to, it's, he's going to hold up is yeah. for, for an entire fight or, you know, what five, four and a half rounds or whatever, um, like he did last time. And, yeah, and I always, there's always a possibility he gets Jerry down, it, like when they're dry, and gets a sub mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. quick, you know, because he is that good of a grappler, but I mean, Jerry just seems like he's at the fucking point where he's putting it all together and yeah. is training with the right people like fucking John Jones and stuff yeah. to, to work, <laughs> yeah. to work on a lot of these positions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, yeah. He's just, yeah. He's, he's just interesting. I like, like I said, like he's, his grappling was so surprising to me when you see the maneuvers and like just some of the things he was able to do against Glover Teixeira, like how many dudes can survive Glover Teixeira in Mount on, yeah, on top of them? Insane. And how many dudes can do it three, four times in one fight? No problems. Dude. And some of the, like, yeah, his, his, uh, his grappling reminds me in ways too of like his striking. It's just cr- some, <laughs> some of the crazy shit he does. Yeah. Like you're like, what? Where did that come from? Yeah. You know, like yeah, it's crazy. And he puts himself. He gives himself the best shot possible. Meaning, he puts his body in such a physically like he's in unbelievable shape. And yeah. you just give yourself the best shot when you're in. When like how many dudes at two oh five? have like that body fat whatever it is it's like definitely under 10 it's definitely under 10 it's probably you know how many dudes at 205 have that body fat percentage so he might not weigh he might weigh as much as you come come uh fight night but like he's more muscular and he's athletic and he's just like his build and everything he just puts himself in the best position to win so then when he comes fight night he can put his feet up against the cage like he was doing and just exploding 
yeah dude. in the fourth round or fifth round or whatever and just exploding and reversing position on just arguably unbe- yeah one of the best top grapplers in mma unbe- unbelievable and yeah you know is as much as i love glover like i'm I'm rooting for Yuri just because it's yeah. just it's same with me. Yeah, it's more exciting thing. fights down the line kind of thing. Yep. And uh yeah, you know, and something I thought of too, an interesting thing, like you know, Jan Blahovich has been trying to get that fight with Yuri and they gave the rematch to Glover instead. Like that makes me think that they're gonna do Ankalaev versus Jan. Mm-hmm. And the winner of that probably gets like Yuri if he wins. Because, mm-hmm. excuse me, then they could do the whole, the winner of Jan versus Ankalaev, you know, either way, it's a European fighter. And yeah. that's like the angle that Jan's trying to go for is like, let's make the biggest fight in European history or whatever. They mm-hmm. can do that with Ankalaev or, <laughs> yeah. or Jan, you know, so yeah. make one of them battle it out. And that's, that's what I think that they might, that they're going to like probably end up doing. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh well, yeah. James, any fishing news, dude? That's a great, dude. Great talk. Winded it down. Yeah. It's funny, yeah. So, um, yesterday I was out. I was out until twelve forty-five at night and um, fishing. I can't even say the damn lake because it's like, uh, it's well known. It's in Wisconsin. Uh, it's in Wisconsin. It's clear, 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 clear water, clear lake body body of water. Um, I can't. I want to say, but it's like, it's so overfished. Don't that, say it. Yeah. Don't say so, it. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Don't say it. But yeah, me and my buddy, my friend Raymond, we went out smallmouth, caught three or four smallmouth, <clears throat> and then like five or six walleye. Um, it was decent. Full moon almost, basically a full moon last night. So that's why we went out. Nice, my friend yeah. Raymond had to sacrifice some. He probably went to bed at like 2.30. And he had work the next day. <laughs> so um, worth it. That's a friend yeah. right there. That's a friend. So, yeah. so that was that was good. Um the the other thing that I was gonna say or mention was um Milwaukee area, and I can say this. If you live on if you live anywhere near Lake Michigan within, you know, Milwaukee land air, like whatever, Milwaukee land area, uh King Salmon Rock is coming up. So the salmon come in, spawn in like uh, they spawn starting starting basically now. Really, it ramps up in like September. They go in all the harbors from like the Port Washington, Milwaukee Harbor, Kenosha, Racine. Um, and you have a chance at like catching just a freak of nature fish that yeah, otherwise nice. is in 150 feet of water. And you have no chance of catching if you're a shore fisherman. Yeah. So yeah, dude. So that's I'll be, awesome, dude. Yeah. yeah, I'll be doing that. Um, I'll throw. Um, yeah, I'll be doing that, and uh, for the month of September, and hopefully, I'll have some pictures and like whatnot to throw on Instagram or whatever. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you th- throw up some some pictures of what you're cooking up too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, did yeah. you Did you guys keep any of the walleye? Um, no, because it's like what once again the lake. So the lake that we fish is so what makes it so difficult to fish because there's so many fish in the lake is it's so pressured by fishermen. Like so many people fish it. Um, so I just don't feel, I don't like taking fish out of landlocked lakes. I'll take it out of like, yeah, Michigan and like 
Canadian Shield lakes, obviously, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, no doubt. But, like, when it comes to, like, lakes around here and stuff, like, you, people can legitimately damage a population <laughs> if, if they're yeah. keeping everything. And, I mean, I've seen it happen so many times. So, I just, like, I'll take panfish, you know. Yeah. But, like, so, crappie like, or bluegill or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah cool. So, yeah, that's, that's what's been that. up. But yeah, that's what's up, dude. Next... Small, Smalley and Wally are my favorite. Always have, best. always have been, dude. Yeah, the true northern, the true northern, like uh, Midwest fish. That's yeah, let me that's let me accidentally let me accidentally catch a pike or a muskie every yeah. now and then too. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and then fucking give me the Wally and Smalley all day. Yep, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, dude, I'll have I'll have pictures or I'll have hopefully some stories coming up like within this next month because I get amped up for the in Milwaukee area from now until from now until next spring trout and salmon they'll be moving in and out of the harbors and the rivers like um so shore fishing you know it's like the, oh yeah you have a chance of catching a trophy from shore so it's always fun yeah oh yeah dude that's what's up yeah all right well hey i'll catch you next week man thanks yeah, for, uh, thanks for joining me on the pod dude it's a lot of fun and yeah we got we've got sorry to listeners uh Thank you guys for all um, tuning in. Anyone who's listening to this and just know that we're working on the connection. Working thing. on it. We got it figured out. I'm pretty sure. Obviously. Yeah. 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 Right. Just had to move room. Just had to move. <laughs> um, it's amazing. But Dude, uh, yeah. yeah. First yeah. podcast. First podcast. Shit's going to go wrong. I mean, let's go like, you know, it's just whatever. Feeling everything out. And um, dude, but I'm excited, man, because it's so much, so many upcoming fights, so many like, things to talk about like we could have just sat here for like six hours and just talk bullshit so but, much um, man so, so much yeah dude well thank you for, for talking yeah thank you for talking the bullshit with me and uh yeah. had a lot of fun doing it and we will enjoy the fights this weekend we'll be back for ufc 278 next yep. weekend yep yep yeah. yep nice